Once Upon a Time with Poppy. Well, we're here for Once Upon a Time, episode two, with the one and only Poppy. How are you feeling? I am feeling absolutely amazing, DJ Ted. And that's because I am absolutely amazed that finally we are going to be doing part two of my absolutely amazing story. Well, I'm super excited to hear it as well because the prologue was a hit and it was very long, even though it was only the prologue, took up a very long time of the episode and hopefully you can make that happen with this first chapter as well. So without further ado, do you think we can just get straight into it? Or do you have anything to tell us about the book? Anything, any sort of spoilers? Well, not spoilers, but like... No, no spoilers. No, I do have something to say about it. Go on. It is going to be... Two words. Can you guess what they are, DJ Ted? Uh, poptastic? Seriously? No. Well, I tried. <laughs> yeah, you did, but not that well. Absolutely amazing. Isn't that what you just said? Exactly. Oh, like, my yeah. bad. Okay. Not what you said, though. <laughs> well, let's just get straight into it. Chapter one of Poppy's incredible storybook. Let's do it. Once upon a boring time. Many will know the story of Aladdin and the genie, the princess and the magic lamp. And many will have heard that Aladdin marries the princess and blah, blah, blah. You know, all the boring stuff. Okay, you want to get to the good bit? Aladdin frees the genie. It was just an extra twist to the story, to some. But for others, it made the story more alive, intriguing and sparkling with uncontainable magic that warmed them to the core. It became their favourite book. They would read it again and again, watch the movie time after time, as it always held a special place in their hearts. But they never really got the whole story. But if you're curious, I will give it to you. And before you ask if this story is about Jafar's return or something like that, I will inform you immediately that you are very, very wrong. This story is way more exciting than the original with a twist that is so different, yet so much more wonderful. Because if you like stories about two girls being tricked into turning into genies, a genie's jealous brother, two adventurous royals and a beautiful but nefarious witch, you should keep reading, as that is exactly what I have in store for you. Okay, so once upon a now interesting time, the tale starts. In a sunny place where the sun is so hot, it could burn you far better than a flaming fire. And the sun is a musky red from all the kicked up dust making the people cough. Arabia. It was a large land of desert, but a place of wonders. The only thing there was not to like about it was the scorching hot 30 degrees that the people were gifted every day. But everyone was quite used to it, so it didn't bother them that much unless it was one of those boiling days where the hot weather literally roasted them, as if they were sizzling hot bacon, crispy and red, burnt from the heat of the frying pan. In fact, the idea of bacon those days was nauseating. But to one girl, Melissa, every day here was. She had just moved here from New York and was already regretting it. Really, if it had been her decision, she wouldn't even have thought about it. 
but her dad had needed to move here for work. So here she was, in this hot, despicable place. Even the palm trees seemed unenthusiastic about where they were planted. Palms exhausted from the heat too, and given in as they turned an unhealthy brown and floppy as dust swirled around their trunks. And the new house did as well. I mean, it looked more of a flat than anything. It was the shape of a block. Cream was basically all it was on the outside, with a few windows pushed in there, and goodness knows how they got a door to go in too. And worse, the whole neighbourhood looked identical. Great if you want to find your house quickly, Melissa mumbled. I don't know how the others cope. Her mother, Alexandra, had heard. Oh, come on, Lisa, it's not that bad. Really, Melissa raised her eyebrows. You're not actually thinking that. You just need a little... Alexander struggled for the right words. Time. I promise you will love it soon. But time proved to be very wrong, and soon Melissa became quite the handful. She was not going to let go of home so easily. How could her parents think that anyway? She now had to start over making friends, and that was the most difficult thing she knew of. Sure, maybe she wasn't being that easy for her parents to handle, but they deserved it for moving her to this wretched place. Nothing was the same here. Food, houses, people, languages, not even schools or shops or buildings. Please, please, please let me be free from this horrid place, Melissa whispered to the sky that night. Please. Far, far away to start the beginning of school. Oh, don't be daft, Melissa. You're going to school, Alexandra rolled her eyes as Melissa poured herself some Arabian cereal her mum had brought from the supermarket called Nesquik. Oh, and why do I have to, Melissa asked. Her father raised side. Melissa, why do you think? I don't know, Melissa said. Please inform me what a teacher who blabs Arabian can help me with. Your teacher won't speak Arabian, Rayside. It's an international school with expat students. They will all speak English. Maybe you'll even make some friends. Melissa hid her face by looking down at her cereal. She stirred it around with her metal spoon distastefully and then lifted it to her nose to sniff, not sure whether she was showing disgust to her cereal or to the sentence her dad had just spoke. Dad, she dropped her spoon back in her bowl, letting milk splash onto the countertop. I'm not going to find any friends here. You're literally going to make me suffer of public humiliation if I go today. Have mercy. You're not going to happen, Ray laughed. Nice try, though. Melissa groaned and slid out of her chair to stomp back upstairs. When they had arrived here, it had been the holidays, deliberately organised so she would have some time to settle in by her parents. But now they were over and her mum and dad were pushing her straight into high school. No no's, no buts. She couldn't believe them. They had never had to jump into a totally new place that they hated and start a totally new school that they were just going to hate even more. They weren't even being considerate about how she might feel doing this. Melissa gave a big exhale as she dragged herself into her room to get ready. As she got into her uniform, she examined the shirt and long tan skirt and felt her stomach flip. Quickly she undressed and got back into her pyjamas and thundered down the stairs heavily to make a point. Mum, she exhaled, do I seriously have to wear this? She threw the skirt at Alexandra's face, but her mum caught it swiftly. Lisa, there is nothing wrong with it. Look at how cute it will be on you. Mum, Melissa whined. Please, there's got to be something else. All right, her mum raised her hands in defence. I'm sure there was. She went upstairs with her daughter and made her way over to her closet. 
and passed Melissa a dull yellow checked pinafore. Mum, ill know, Melissa grimaced. That's uglier than the skirt by miles. Okay, her mum sighed. Then what do you want? Shorts? Pants? Well, of course I want pants, Melissa rolled her eyes and snatched the brown shorts off her mum. Did I hear a thank you, Alexandra called after her daughter, but Melissa wasn't listening. Melissa got changed quickly, then brushed her long brown hair and put it back into a high ponytail that bounced just above her waist. Then she threw on her black boots, grabbed her bag from the table and hopped into the front seat to be driven to school by her mum. All right, honey, I hope you have a good day, she smiled at Melissa, and I'll pick you up this afternoon and you can tell me all about it. Just wait at that tree. What makes you think you're picking me up, Melissa asked. Now I know how to get here, I'll be able to get back on my own. I don't need a chauffeur to take me everywhere. Others would think otherwise, Alexandra reasoned. I mean, that's pretty nice to have a chauffeur. Mum, please, Melissa snapped. My only goal for the day is to actually get through without any problems. It's worth enough without having my mum pick me up. I'll be fine on my own. And with that, she got up, slammed the car door shut and unwillingly let the hot wind slowly blow her through the gates to the biggest dread she had ever had to face. Well, what an incredible chapter one. Once upon a time with Poppy and we are seriously getting into it. This one deserves a huge round of applause. Uh, Not just this one, DJ Ted. All of them deserve one because it was written by me and that absolutely just immediately makes it fantastic. Well, I'm glad you think that. Anyways, tell us what your favourite part of the story was in the question below if you're listening on Spotify. Well, thank you so much, Poppy, and we'll see you next time for another episode of Once Upon a Time. See ya! Bye-bye!